Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. We all find ourselves in the midst of life's storms at times. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, that it rains on the just and the unjust alike. However, as obedient children of God, we are not at the mercy of the storms. We have access to a peace in the midst of the storms. A refuge, a strong tower, a savior, a knowledge that we serve a God that speaks to the wind and calms the seas. But it's up to us to walk in the power of that knowledge. In Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, we read this, that God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. In Mark chapter 3, verse 37, we read that there arose a great storm of wind, and in the midst of it the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full, and he, our king, was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. I love that. He wasn't worried a bit. And they awakened him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Oh, isn't that just like us sometimes, that we think he doesn't really care about us? Little did they know that he was going to suffer and sacrifice to save them. Of course, he wasn't going to let them fall by the wayside in this little storm. He knew that God had a plan for all of them and that God was going to see it fulfilled. This storm was not going to sink them. In fact, all it was actually going to do was to further help to position them. It was going to get them to the destination that they were meant to be at, at the right place, at the right time, with the right faith, to do the work and will of God. So Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly. And said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the waves obey him. The scriptures are clear that God does not want us walking in fear, but rather standing in faith. We can stand in faith against the spirit of fear only because of the knowledge of God's proven faithfulness to come through on his promises. However, while his love is contingent on nothing, the promises of God, more often than not, are contingent upon faith, which will drive you to obedience, to the leading of his voice, his instructions, his leading, and his teachings. This is why we find over and over in the scriptures that there is a correlation between walking in obedience to God's instructions and commandments and walking in the peace of God. There is a comfort and a strength in knowing that you are right with your king 
that if God called you to it, he will get you through it. Trust him and be at peace. However, if you know in your heart that your current trials or a mess of your own making brought about from a lack of obedience and trusting him in faith from taking matters into your own hands or even from outright rebellion, then take heart. You're still breathing. It's not too late. Submit yourself to God and cry out to him. Repent, ask for forgiveness, seek him with all due diligence, ask him to help you, and he will fix it. If you truly are ready to trust in him fully, he will restore your peace. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 18, God said this, Oh, if you would have only listened to my commandments and obeyed them. Then would have peace being like a river to you and your righteousness as the waves of the sea. You see, when Peter stepped out of the boat to walk on the water in Matthew chapter 14, verse 25, a storm rose up against him. But more specifically, it rose up against his faith. In the moment of it, he took his focus off of Jesus and placed it on the storm. Or more importantly, on his fear of it. So that then immediately he began to sink. Because what he really did in that moment was to put more trust in the power of the storm than in the power of God. And the storm began to swallow him up. But in that moment, he realized what his only source of salvation really was. And he cried out to Jesus with all of his heart. And just like that, Jesus reached for him. And as soon as he put his focus and trust back on Jesus, in that instant, the storm subsided. Just like we read in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, that God will keep in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. Because that that man trusted. In the Lord, his heart will be assured. Because the truth is this, that life for a Christian isn't really about avoiding the storms, but rather learning to keep our focus on Jesus in the midst of them. If you never encounter any stormy sea, then you'll never learn how to calm one. And you'll never understand the majesty, power, compassion, and faithfulness of the God that you're serving. So make a decision today to walk in obedience and in faith and start trusting in the power of God more than the power of the storm and send the spirit of fear, which in actuality is idolatry because you are deifying it above the power and majesty of your king. Send that thing to flight. Stop telling God how big the storm is and start telling the storm how big your God is. In Psalms chapter 29, verse 10, we read this, The Lord sitteth upon the flood 
Yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Do you see that? Even while he sits upon the surface of the flood, he sends peace to those who put their trust in him. Finally, remember that without storms and rains, nothing would ever get watered and nothing would ever grow. So even though we would like every day to be perfect and beautiful and sunny, sometimes the rain is just plain necessary. While those with shallow roots may be washed away, those who are rooted deep in God will be watered, nourished, and strengthened by the rains. So to help keep your focus on Jesus during those slow-moving storms of your life, keep your mind, heart, and time filled with prayer. Let your petitions be known. Find your joy your strength, your comfort, and your peace there. Fill your thoughts with compassion for others. Pray, intercede, tend to the needs of your brothers. And lastly, and most importantly, perhaps, praise, give thanks to the Lord God Almighty. Stand in opposition to what the enemy is speaking to your emotions. Remind yourself and thank him for all the good things that he has done for you and all the storms that he has already brought you through. And remember, this too will pass. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, we read this very good advice, sound words of wisdom. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue in it, if there be any praise, then think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, then do it. And the God of peace shall be with you. Lord, we lift up a prayer today that you would restore peace in our hearts and in our minds. Right now, wherever we are, as we hear this word, Lord, we know that you are speaking to our heart and we just relax and release all the fear and the anxiety and the uncertainty and every lie of the enemy and we let your presence and your peace because you are the prince of peace and where your presence is there peace rules and reigns we let it wash over us right now like a rain and just like that our mind our heart the very atmosphere of the place that we are is changed and we can rest in your presence and praise you and thank you for everything you've brought us through for all that you are yet to do because we know that you are good and where you're leading us has a purpose oh lord use us for your glory in these difficult days that are ahead of us lord provide for us our family our children 
your holy, righteous, warring remnant, Lord, be a covering over them, just like you promised. And we know that if we are yours and being obedient to you, Lord, then you will not only lead us, instruct us, but you will also provide for us. You will get us to the destination. You are the fulfiller of your promises. You are the one who keeps covenant. We ask you, Lord, for your grace. And we keep our hearts and minds stayed on you, not on all of the problems. Lord, we repent of anything that we know that we have done wrong. If we have stood against you, your word, your will, your teachings, then we acknowledge that as sin and we repent. We get into right standing so that we can have confidence when the storms arise that the one who is in us is greater than anything that is in this world because we are on God's side. Therefore, what can be against us? We can stand and rebuke the storms and say, oh, peace be still in the mighty name of Jesus. And then we can dance in the storm with you and watch you do the miraculous. Nothing brings peace to an anxious situation like praising when we take time to stop and to thank God for all that he has done. It gives us faith for all that he is still doing and is still to come. Remember the passage that we read earlier that he is king over the flood. So when the enemy rushes in like a flood, God will raise up a standard against him, a standard of power and glory worthy of praising. So then if you really believe this, then why don't you just praise him in faith now in advance of the victory? Glorify his name in the highest, for he is faithful and he is just. Glorify God in the very sight of your enemies, for he is preparing a table for you before them, according to Psalms chapter 28, verse 5. Oh, believe this, that even their attacks are part of the preparing. So praise God and thank him for them. Because the more impossible the situation seems, the more God will be glorified in his working it together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. What a great faith it builds when God allows the enemy to pursue you so that you can witness him defend you in impossible ways. Stay calm and have faith. Because if you are truly a blood-born-again child of the king, walking in obedience to the leading of his spirit, then the enemy will only be allowed to pursue you until he fall. Blinded by his own vicious pursuit of you into a snare laid before him by the very hand of God. I tell you this today, the words written in Exodus 14, 14, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Oh, the scriptures tell us that in quietness and rest, the children of Israel would have found their salvation, but they refused it. They tried to fight it their own way. They tried to fight it in the flesh. They tried to prepare to withstand a judgment when God was saying all along, all you got to do is come to me in humble repentance and pray and praise and believe in faith and listen to what I say in quietness and in rest, in letting me fight this fight. Would you have found true salvation from it? Oh, let us not be guilty of that mistake. Let us have peace in the face of the storms that we are facing. Because as we read in Job 18, verse 8, it says, For he, speaking of the wicked, is cast into a net by his own feet, and he walketh 
upon a snare. You see, when you keep going and working and laboring and moving under your own leading and busyness and in vain preparations that are rooted in emotions and flesh, then your faith is in your own ability to withstand the storms that are coming and it will be a snare to you. But remember Jesus in the boat, resting in that storm. He was at peace and marveled that they were so alarmed. It was evidence of unbelief that they needed to have faith in what God was doing. But you see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So unless you've come to him in quietness and in rest and in stillness, seeking his voice and listening, then you haven't heard anything to put faith in. Because faith is not in our own works or actions. Faith is in the words and promises of God. Faith is in crying out to him in prayer and petition, in allowing him to pray through you in power and proclamation. There is a right way to fight that will bring you into mighty victories. And then there is a wrong way that will do nothing but weary because you and those that you influence will labor in vain and in the end still be overtaken. So right now, my friend, I tell you this. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, give thanks and glorify the God of all righteousness. Because when you do this, when you glorify God, you diminish fear. And the Prince of Peace will rule your heart and mind and bring you into all peace. A peace founded in faith. That is so supernatural that it baffles the natural minds that bear it witness. And that, in itself, brings God glory. Therefore, glorifying God and having peace are symbiotically and infinitely linked. And coming to the realization of that will allow God to greatly bless you with peace in any situation while you bless God with your praises. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.